Okay, time machine, we're waving goodbye to Y2K and, a little reluctantly, moving on to the 2010s. What's wrong with the 2010s? I don't know, man. It just felt like such a chaos-filled decade. It takes a deeply unwell people to start a trend like jeggings, you know? As a machine, all of humanity seems deeply unwell to me, so I didn't really notice. Hey! Well, actually, you're not wrong, per se. Getting set up for the Fire Festival? You said it for April? It's be the biggest event in a decade, I promise. Oh god, is that the Fire Festival guy? We must be getting closer. Let's kick this thing into turbo speed. The convulsive dance move setting the internet ablaze called the Harlem Shake. You don't think I feel bad that I invited all these people to this huge wedding and blew everyone out? This, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. A guy opens his door and gets shot. You think that of me? No, I am the one who knocks. We've made it to the 2010s. Or is it the 20-teens? Whatever the case may be, it's time for trivia. May the odds be ever in your favor. From ZSP Media, this is Past Perfect, a trivia tournament that travels through time. I'm your host, Simone Polanin. Four contestants will go head-to-head over the course of five episodes until we crown our trivia champion. Each round of the tournament explores a different decade. This is episode four, all about the 2010s. We'll take our horses to the Old Town Road after the break. Allie Colbert, the host of Breaking Down with Allie Colbert. I'm going to break down. Are you going to break down? Let's break things down. Let's break down ourselves, each other, barriers, stereotypes, glass ceilings, maybe also just glasses. Tune in every week as I'm joined by celebrities, experts, and other comedians. I ask all the questions you need the answers to. Breaking Down with Allie Colbert. Listen and watch for free on Spotify or listen wherever you find your podcasts. Office culture. Boring, right? Well, at Playgirl magazine, it was just the opposite. It's like just unbelievable shit, you know, going in to talk to your boss and he's like reviewing, a, like there's a porno on his computer screen because he's reviewing it for some reason. We exposed the naked truth about the magazine aimed to please and pleasure women. Join us for this episode of Not Past It, out now. Not Past It is out now. Tap now to listen for free on Spotify. I'm here today with two returning players. In one corner, we've got writer and host of the Resistance podcast, Saeed Tijan Thomas. Let's do it. And in the other corner, we've got comedian and co-host of the Betches Sup podcast, Elise Morales. Yes. Um, And not to blow up your guys' spots, but you did both lose your first rounds of trivia. We did. We did. did. Um, Saeed, you lost to Emmanuel in our first episode all about the 1980s. Elise, you lost to Millie in our second episode all about the 90s. did she smoked me and today you'll be facing off against each other in an attempt to stay out of last place oh, got God. it <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. cool but that is not all okay folks there is a twist oh my goodness okay. that's okay. right we're breaking the traditional tournament rules okay yeah. not only are you competing to stay out of last place but actually you are competing for a spot in our grand finale <gasps> okay We are prioritizing 
entertainment and chaos over fairness. <laughs> nice. So you've lost one, but if you win this one, you can still compete for the grand trivia title. Ooh. Honestly, in line with the 2010s. I feel like that was the ethos <laughs> of the 2010s yeah. as well. <laughs> All the rules out the window. Absolutely. <laughs> Since we're going to be gandering into the 2010s, mm-hmm. I would love to know, what do you guys remember about that decade? Where where were you in the 2010s? I So beginning of 2010s, I'm in college. I'm at the University of Delaware. I am running around campus, getting drunk, smoking kind of a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. Uh Later 2010s, I've moved to New York. I've started to do comedy, still running around. Kind of smoking a lot of weed, but uh, more independently. Mm-hmm. I'm also paying rent. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. So the pressure's on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's so similar to my own trajectory in the 2010s. Early 2010s in college, you know, running around, listening to all kinds of, all the music at the time, listening to like Migos and mm-hmm. like, I remember the new Jay-Z had dropped around that time and he hadn't dropped an album in so long. So it was like all with me you know i got it like those bangers like and then yeah then later moved to new york just like you Mm -hmm. and then you know signed up for adulthood Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um all right well today's matchup is the fourth in our trivia tournament and on the line to remind our listeners again our grand prize is our special time capsule featuring some of the hottest items from the last 40 years it already has a Rubik's Cube, mm-hmm. a Koosh Ball, some Pokemon cards. Oh, Pokemon cards? We've also mm-hmm. got a Bratz doll in there. <gasps> We've got a Livestrong bracelet in wow. there. A Livestrong bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know we'll be we'll be adding some more things at the end of this episode, wow. which we'll find out later. Let's get into some trivia, shall we? All right, I'm going to ease into our first round with a familiar one. Mm-hmm. This one is called Which Came First. You know the drill. I'm going to name two events from the 20 teens, and you are going to tell me which one happened first. And Elise, you are going up Got first. It. All right. The 20 teens delivered some big moments in both political theater and theater theater. So which came first? Okay. Diplomatic relations between the U.S. and Cuba are reestablished. Today, the United States has agreed to formally reestablish diplomatic relations with the Republic of Cuba. Or the musical Hamilton is performed for the very first time in New York City. These are, first of all, these are two things that are right up my alley. I am Cuban and I am ham fam. So, <laughs> then, uh, wow, designed just for you. Ham fam. I've never heard that, that actually. Is ham ham fam fam. A thing? <laughs> it's a thing. All right, I'm going to say Hamilton for the first time in New York City. That is correct. He was working on that Hamilton mixtape for a really long time. Um, (laughs) So. (laughs) Yes, you got that right. Ham fam showed up today. (laughs) Um, The very first uh, production of Hamilton, the off-Broadway preview at the Public Theater, premiered Mm -hmm. in January 20th of 2015. About six months later, in July of that year, President Barack Obama announced that Cuba and the U.S. would formally reestablish diplomatic relations. Wow. So it was close. It was. It was yeah, close. It was very close. I know that at one point they like performed songs from it in front of Obama. Maybe that's what inspired him to open up relations. I don't know where that happened in the timeline. <laughs> I, I can't think of any other explanation. Right. None, <laughs> yeah. none whatsoever. All right, let's move on to our next question. 
Saeed, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The 2010s brought us two major New York City moments, but which came first? Jeremy Lin's promotion to the New York Knicks starting lineup, kicking off the craze known as Lin Sanity, or the beginning of the Occupy Wall Street movement in New York City's Zuccotti Park. I remember the vibe of Occupy and the tents and the the Occupy sanity of it all happening. And then all of a sudden, Jeremy Lin. And then boom, like he's scoring like freaking 40 points. He's getting promoted. Like all this cool shit's happening. Then I, but after that, I don't remember there being a thing that like dulled that. And I think Occupy would have probably taken away from that. I'm going to go Occupy Wall Street first and then Lin Sanity after. That is correct, Let's Saeed. Go. Yes. Let's go. Um, Occupy Wall Street, the extended protest against wealth inequality, came first in the fall of 2011. Jeremy Lin, the Taiwanese-American basketball star, wasn't on the starting lineup for the Knicks until February of 2012. And he went on to lead the team to a seven-game winning streak. All right, Elise, you've got our next question. Okay. The 2010s was a big decade for ice. We got the theatrical release of Disney's Frozen. I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. Mm. Oh. And the explosion of the viral ice bucket challenge. But which came first? Let's see. Ice bucket challenge or Frozen. I think, I think that Frozen was before the ice bucket challenge. That is correct. Yes. Yep. Yes. Frozen, Disney's musical about a princess searching for her sister, came out in November of 2013. The Ice Bucket Challenge, which raised funds and awareness for the neurodegenerative disease, ALS, didn't take over Instagram until the summer of 2014. Mm. Um, And actually, Matt Lauer is credited with bringing it to the mainstream in July of 2014 (laughs) when he performed the challenge on the Today Show. Wow. Well, Did y'all ever do it? So I didn't actually, like, we didn't actually fill the bucket with ice. We, like, cheated, but I did pour water on my head. <laughs> I remember doing it very vividly. And I remember people being like, what the f*** are you doing? Like, we're, it's not cool. Like, that's not a <laughs> no. cool thing to do. But I, I did it because it was, like, it was viral. And also I remember at the time in college, I had a really good body at that point in my life. Like, I, I was actually, That really like, was the point of the it challenge. It was. Like, you wanted to just, like, I was like, you want to show off your body without being obnoxious? Yeah. This is the way to go? This is for charity, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, my God. All right. Um, we have got one last question this round. Saeed, we're going back to you. All right. For all the chaos, the decade also brought us some very sweet moments. We saw them in the halls of justice, when the Supreme Court guaranteed the right of same-sex couples to marry, and we saw them in the halls of pastry, with the invention of a donut-croissant hybrid known as the cronut. But which came first? Well, I'm here to tell you this is my first time hearing about the cronut. Are you for real? <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like, I never Whoa, heard about wow. the cronut. Like, that's Whoa. like... Whoa. Yeah. I- I'm very perplexed. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a sweet person. But yeah, cronut, okay. Um, equality for same-sex couples. I think it happened like 2016, 2017. The cronut... 
I that honestly feels like something out of like the 50s or some shit. Like <laughs> when they were just like splashing a bunch of, like just butter on everything. Like um so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with equality for same sex couples before the cronut because yes. All right. That is flawless logic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um Unfortunately, you are incorrect. All right. One would hope that same-sex couples got the right to marry <laughs> first, but um, actually, advancements in pastry technology came first. The first cronut was sold at Dominique Ansel Soho Bakery in May of 2013. Um, Obergefell versus Hodges, which was the case that made same-sex yeah. marriage legal in all 50 states, wasn't decided until June of 2015. Um, and that case started with an Ohio man who filed suit against the state when he wasn't able to add his name to his husband's death certificate. Mm. <sighs> yeah, really heartbreaking. Um, well, this brings us to the end of our first round, folks. You already know producer Laura Newcomb's here with us, keeping track of those scores. Yes, so, hey, Laura, Laura, what's up with those scores? Well, you know, Simone, it is Elise Sanity over here. She has a narrow little lead with two points to Saeed's one point. Wow. All right. Uh, Beautiful to hear Cute it. little lead. Um, going into our next round, which is called Sounds of the 2010. Now, for this round, I'm going to play you some audio clips from some of the biggest moments in sports from oh, the decade. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you're going to have to identify the speaker for me. If you get the speaker right, you'll have the opportunity to answer a bonus question for another point. But if you get it wrong, your opponent has the chance to swoop in and steal that point. All right. And Saeed, you are up first. All right. Who is the athlete in the following clip? This just ruthless desire to win at all costs, truly. That serves me well on the bike, served me well during the disease, but the level that it went to for whatever reason is, is, a, is a flaw. Hmm. I'm with you. That's Lance Armstrong. <laughs> I was like, I was like <laughs> there's <Lance>. only one. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. That was Lance Armstrong during a 2013 sit-down with Oprah. Um, and during this interview, he admitted to using performance-enhancing drugs for years during his professional cycling career. Um, and for a bonus point, Saeed, mm -hmm. the Lance Armstrong Foundation created an elastic yellow wristband to raise funds for people affected by cancer. Yeah. For a time, they were ubiquitous. But how much did a Livestrong bracelet cost? $20. Whoa. Not at all. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, who would sorry? I'm like, $20. Damn. No, they were just $1. Oh, damn. I yeah. don't know why I thought, like, damn. That makes sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah, $20. I was for... about to be like, were we paying $20? <laughs> yeah. All right, Elise. Okay. We've got a clip for you. Which athlete is this? I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. And when there's significant change oh. and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to, I'll stand. Is that Colin Kaepernick? It sure okay. is. I was like, all right, I, I, okay, I'm in this round. I'm in this yeah. round. I know, we said sports, but you I know. got scared, but I, I was, okay. 
Um, yes, that was Colin Kaepernick, the activist and football quarterback who famously took a knee during the national anthems at 2016 NFL games. He did so to protest racial injustice and police brutality in America, putting his career on the line in the process. And to this day, Kaepernick remains unsigned to an NFL team, which many attribute to league-wide collusion against him. And for a bonus point, Elise, Mm -hmm. can you name the last NFL team Colin Kaepernick played for? Ooh, I really don't know, but I'm going to name one. So why don't I say the Steelers? (laughs) That is... A football team, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. That sounds like I, a football team. That's the one that came into my <laughs> head to say. Um, that is incorrect, though. He played for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, okay. Yes. All right, Saeed, we have got another clip for you. Let's okay. take a listen. I don't think anybody can argue that there's gender inequities in this world, that there's a pay gap, that there's pay discrepancies. It's not only about leaving our sport in a better place, leaving it better... Um, for the young girls that will come after, but just in general, inspiring women around the world um, to stand up for what they believe in. Oh, that is a soccer player, I believe. I'm thinking about the last big push that there was for gender equality in sports that was mm-hmm. like spearheaded by a white woman that sounded like a white woman. Maybe I'm wrong. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in soccer. It was like after the Women's World Cup. That's that's what I remember. Ah, uh, I just can't think of her name. Um, ah. Uh, yeah, just throw a, a name. Out yeah, it's, I'll say Megan Rapinoe. No, that's not her. It's Saeed. That was Megan Rapinoe. <laughs> what the whole time? Oh It all comes back to believing in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It goes back to believing in yourself, kids. (laughs) Believe in yourselves. That was Megan Rapinoe of the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. She is considered one of the best soccer players in the world and an extremely influential LGBT activist. In 2022, she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And for a bonus point, Saeed, another female Olympian was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom alongside Rapino. Who was she? I don't know. Uh, Simone Biles? Yes, you got it. <laughs> believe in yourself. Believe. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. That's crazy. <laughs> That's two points for you, Saeed. It's crazy. I thought I believed in myself before, but I didn't. But now, now I definitely believe in myself. All right. Elise, mm-hmm. you have got our final clip of the round. Okay. Let's take a listen. When I pick those balls out, at that point, you know, to me, they're perfect. I don't want anyone touching the balls after that. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, you know, putting any air in them, taking any air out. To me, those balls are perfect. Okay. Um, is that Tom Brady? It is. No. Yes. The, the deflated ball. Yeah. But I was wondering if perhaps it was Bill Belichick, oh. who is also, also involved, yeah, involved, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But no, yeah, the, the ball-obsessed person in the clip is Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that was him in the midst of Deflate Gate, mm-hmm. the scandal born from accusations that the New England Patriots were underinflating their footballs to make them easier to throw and catch. Um, and when just, I touch those balls, they're perfect. That's a crazy thing to say. He says, <laughs> he says to me, those balls are perfect. <laughs> are y'all telling Tom Brady to pause right now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> and despite the national uproar that Deflategate sparked, it actually did little to mar Tom Brady's <laughs> reputation as the best football quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. For a bonus point, Elise... Until late 2022, Brady was married to a Brazilian supermodel who regularly out-earned him in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Who am I talking about? Giselle Bunchen, The one and only, <laughs> yes. All right. And on that note, that brings us to the end of our second round. Wow. Laura, I feel like we got a lot of points on the board this round. Um, where are we at? Elise, unlike those perfect footballs, your lead has not deflated. The score is currently five to four. Wow. Okay, this is thrilling stuff, you guys. Okay. It is anyone's game at this point. Uh, But before we get to our final two rounds of trivia, which are going to slap, we're going to take a little break. Hello, hello. This is Nagin Farsad, and you are listening to Fake the Nation, where we talk about politics, we talk about news, and we have a laugh. We were laughing. You know, Donald Trump, he is a world-renowned scientist, and he said, I want to use hairspray. They say, don't use hairspray, it's bad for the ozone. Every week, a cast of my funniest, smartest, and most politically astute friends, people like John Fugelsang, Liz Winstead, Dean Obidala, and others, will gather around the political roundtable to break down the news and deliver a gut punch to the American political system. Take that, American political system. We'll talk about serious issues like climate change. America leads the world in people who think climate change is fake, but pro wrestling is real. And um, (laughs) this is what we're up against. Tune in to hear some explanations, frustration, exasperation, rumination, stimulation, penetration. Hey, I don't mean it like that. Or do I? Either way, it'll all lead to temptation to listen to Fake the Nation. I mean, Ted Cruz, first of all, Game of Thrones is easier to follow than Ted Cruz. I'm like, I don't even understand what's happening. Listen, download, subscribe. It's all the comedy about politics without any of the politics about politics. Low-key, high-key, we're back. Our contestants today are Elise Morales and Saeed Tijan Thomas. We're about halfway through our trivia game Elise, you have five points. Saeed, you have four points. Okay. How we feeling, guys? I lost badly the last time I played. So to be uh, in such stiff competition, to have a narrow lead, it's a much different feeling. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel I feel good. Um, I actually thought I would be ahead at this point, I'm be honest. I thought I was going to run that entire sports round and, <laughs> and you'd be down by like three or two. I thought the same. You really did that. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, so congratulations. Thank you. But uh, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Beautiful. Well, we have come to the third round of the game. This one is called Finish That Verse. Mm. I'm going to read you some song lyrics, and you'll have to complete the lyrics, name the song, and name the artist. Each answer is worth one point, so you can earn up to three points per question this round. Uh, But again, if you get something incorrect, your partner can steal, so watch out. 
Um, Annalise, you are up first. Okay. Here is your lyric. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Oh, wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Uh, I'm on the something, I'm about to hit this city. It's Kesha. Mm-hmm. Uh, a TikTok, Kesha. Yep. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. I'm on the floor I'm about to hit this city. Ooh. I'm wanting more I'm on the floor I'm about to hit this city. I can't. You've got the right rhyme pattern, yeah, but that's but not, not the lyrics. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to turn to Saeed. You think you know it? I don't because I... I'm always like, I got my drink, I'm gonna, no, 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 And then it's TikTok to the top, and it, so When I, I leave, brush my teeth with yeah, a bottle yeah, of Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say, I got my drink, no, 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 All right, I will give it to you guys. She goes, Exactly in that voice. Mm-hmm. Wake up in, in the, the morning, morning feeling, feeling like, like P. Diddy. Diddy. Grab my glasses. I'm out the door. So I'm, I'm going to hit this city. Grab my glasses. I didn't realize she was nearsighted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. I've got another lyric on deck. And Saeed, this one is for you. All right. When he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Damn. When he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Um, is this, this is Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. And this is, oh, you got that boom, boo-doo, boom, mm-hmm. boo-doo, that bass. Super bass. Mm-hmm. Um, when he come up in the club, he blazing up. It's another one where I'm, where I'm always like, and he get, and he, and I'm going to do it. He always in the air, but he never fly coach. See, you know way more than I do. I literally, he deal. He will. He he might cut a deal. He that's all I got. That is kind of a lyric in the song, but it's not the next lyric. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna let Elise steal this. So I think it's got stacks on deck, but I can't remember the next thing she says. So it might be when he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Got stacks on deck. I be blazing up. I don't know. Oh, you are so I close. Know. I know. It is got stacks on deck like he's saving like up. Like he's saving Ooh. up. I've got another lyric. At least this one is for you. Okay. I hate to turn up out of the blue uninvited. Oh, hate to turn up out of the blue uninvited, mm. but I couldn't stay away. Um, couldn't fight it. And that's Adele. Hello. Or is it, no, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Is it not hello? It's not hello. What? Hope you see my face, and then you'd be reminded that for me, it isn't over. And then the next part is the song. Yep. And someone like you. That was someone like you, but you got the other two parts correct. And Saeed snagged a point for the correct song name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, nice work. All right. Saeed, you've got the last lyric of the round. Here it is. Got Chucks on with St. Laurent. Got Chucks on with St. Laurent. Got Chucks on with St. Laurent. What song is that? Do you know it? No, it's sounding incredibly familiar, but I don't know it. Yeah. You've heard this at a wedding. Um, 
I'm blanking. I'm, I'm going to have to pass on this one. I don't know this. Do you want to guess any artist or song title? Mm, Bruno Mars or something? That is correct. Oh <laughs> <laughs> what the f***? Kids, well, believe in yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> it is technically Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars, but, but it's Bruno wow. Mars. That, counts, that, that counts. was beautiful to watch. <laughs> All right, wow, <laughs> what a thrilling end of the round, um, Laura. How are our scores after all that? Truly a thrilling round, and you know, I'm about to call the police and the fireman because Elise, you are burning up. You lead with nine points to Saeed's eight. Nice. Whoa. Wow. You are on your way. This is a very tight game. We've only got a one point difference between the two of you. You're right. Is there going to be a lightning round? Oh, yeah. We are heading into our final lightning round right now. Let's go. Lightning round. I'm going to ask you both a series of short answer trivia questions spanning the 2010s. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many of them as you can. If you don't know the answer, you can just pass and I'll go to the next question. And Elise, since you're up in the points, you're going to be up first. Okay. Let's get one minute on the clock. Your time starts now. What is the artist Drake's birth name? Uh, uh, Audrey. Aubrey. Aubrey, damn it. <laughs> Who was the Egyptian president deposed in 2011 during the Arab Spring? Muammar Gaddafi. Mubarak. Ah, damn it. I'm what gonna... does YOLO stand for? Uh, you only live once. Correct. What storm spanning nearly 1,000 miles wide hit the eastern U.S. in 2012? Hurricane Sandy. Correct. Which late night host was criticized for tussling Trump's hair in 2016? Jimmy Fallon. Correct. What company did Don Draper write an ad for in the 2015 series finale of Mad Men? Coca-Cola. Correct. What breed of dog were presidential pets Sonny and Bo Obama? Uh, Portuguese water dog. Correct. <laughs> what did Kim Kardashian break when she posed for Paper Magazine? The internet. Yep. What is the name of the famous Game of Thrones massacre that aired in 2013? Red Wedding. Yes. Which MLB team broke the curse of the Billy Goat to win the World Series in 2016? The Cubs? Correct. And that's time. If I'd had another second, I would have gotten the ones that I got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was the clock. It was the clock. It was the clock put pressure on me. All right. Saeed. <sighs> Believe in yourself. If you get 10 of these next questions correct... You will beat Elise and go straight to the finale. To the finale. So there's still a chance. There is still a chance. Okay. I've been in this situation before. Are you ready? Believe in yourself. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's get a minute on the clock. Your time starts now. Women's March participants donned these pink hats in 2017. Pussy hats? Yes. Who played the male lead in Jordan Peele's 2017 movie, Get Out? Daniel Kaluuya. Correct. Bon Appetit magazine called 2012 the year of what leafy green? Kale. Correct. What does BLM stand for? Black Lives Matter. Correct. <laughs> Name one member of the squad who joined Congress in 2018. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Correct. What did John Travolta call Adina Menzel at the 2014 Oscars? Uh, 
uh, old? Adele Dazeem. <laughs> this international treaty on climate change was adopted in 2015. Uh, cop? I don't know. Paris Climate Accords. Yes. Theranos is a combination of which two words? Therapy and Thanos. Therapy and diagnosis. (laughs) Who claimed to have binders full of women during the 2012 presidential race? Uh, Joe Biden. I don't know. It was Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, right. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our trivia game today. Laura, can you tell us who won? This was a very narrow victory, but in the end, by a margin of just four points, Elise has won. The final score was 17 to 13. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. This also means that you are going to get a shot at the championship title. Uh, We're sending you straight to the finale. I never would have dreamed. Damn, straight to the finale. (laughs) Yeah. And usually in these moments, I would give the winner a chance to say something. But Mm -hmm. Saeed, I really feel like I need to give you the floor. Is there anything you would like to say after your trivia journey? I think this is a lesson out there to everybody that if you believe in yourself, you might not win, but you'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, and so so that's what I have to say to the people is that have fun, and I'm not sad at all. Congratulations. (laughs) That is, I don't know how genuinely you meant that, but that is a beautiful life lesson. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I also need you for one last thing, Saeed. Yeah. We've got our bag of goodies, and I need you to tell us what 2010-inspired items we're adding to the time capsule. Okay. A flower... What's this thing called like again? A flower crown. A crown. Flower crown. Like Coachella vibes. Mm-hmm. Coachella vibe flower crown. Okay. I see. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. There is, um, what is this? It's a hair feather. A, a hair, hair feather, feather extension. A hair feather wow. extension. Yeah. This was yeah. a big moment for like Coachella, hipstery, mm-hmm. festival girlies. I see. Exactly. Mad bands. Yes, the off brand silly bands that the we got. Uh, yeah, these were the collectible rubber bracelets that came in all kinds of shapes. You know, numbers, letters, animals, you name it. And then a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, this was the novel by E.L. James, which came out in 2011. Uh, inspired by Twilight fan fiction, this trilogy told the story of Christian Grey and Anastasia Steele and their BDSM relationship. Woo! Some real hot stuff. This was a moment. That was a moment. It was a huge moment. All right. Thank you for revealing the prizes. Well, the stakes have never been higher, folks. Um, I'm hopping back in my time machine, and I'll see you at the grand finale. Good luck. Congratulations. (laughs) Welcome back, Simone, and welcome, Elise. Wow. Time machine, I've got to get Elise to the grand finale, so let's leave the 2010s ASAP. No. What? No. Um, that's not how this works. You're my time machine. Hey, hey, look at me. What? I'm the captain now. Oh no, this can't be good. Past Perfect is produced by ZSP Media, created by Zach Stewart-Pontier and me, Simone Polanin. This episode was written and produced by Laura Newcomb. The rest of our team are producers Nick Del Rose and Ramoy Phillip. The supervising producer is Erica Morrison, editing by Erica Morrison. 
and featuring Karen Chi as the Time Machine. Fact-checking by Ian Michael, sound design and mixing by Robin Shore, original music and theme by Jay Bless, with show art by Sarah Gonzalez. The executive producer is Zach Stewart-Pontier. The head of production and development is Liz Stiles. Special thanks to Dove Alpert, Naomi Bronner, Mary Dew, Andrea Henderson, Jasper Jarecki, Gil Kruger, Gregoire Martineau, Catherine Morrissey, Ethan Oberman, Christina Polanin, Olivia Qualia, Ray Rodriguez, and Emily Wiedemann. You can follow me on Instagram at Simone Polanin or follow the show at Past Perfect Podcast. Thanks for hanging and see you next Friday for the grand finale. I was dating someone at the time and she would play the the mixtape every single day. The one that rings in my head over it. I'm willing to wait for it. Yeah, wait, wait for, for it. it. Wait for it, wait mm-hmm. for it, wait. Like, I remember like yeah. waking up to that song and I'm just like, damn.